Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events in world cricket from a fan's point of view and try to add some in-depth analysis. And today we're going to talk about the recently concluded T20 series between India and England. It was a five-match series, and all five games were played in the in the Narendra Modi Stadium in Ahmedabad. Crowds were there for the first two games, and unfortunately for everyone watching and everyone so excited about the matches. The last three games were played behind closed doors, probably because of the rising numbers of COVID cases. But still, we had a fantastic series. India sealing the series three-two. But I think it's safe to say that up until the second half or the last eight-nine overs of the last game, actually, the series was evenly poised. And given that it went down to the wire, and given how well both teams played, given the fact that India actually had home conditions, I do still feel England may just be as good as India, if not. Slightly underneath them, so sort of like a fifty-one forty-nine ratio in this series. India fifty-one, England forty-nine. England will still start favourites for the T Twenty World Cup because they're not going to play India every single day. So let's talk about England on the topic of England. England had some pretty good performances in this series, and I think we have to point out a few big moments for them. The first was that catch by Chris Jordan in the last T20. Jordan is one of the best fielders in world cricket today, and his one notable contribution to this series was that catch. And the best was, as Graham Swan said on commentary, Jason Roy's reaction when he caught that ball. He was just laughing because he couldn't believe Chris Jordan had actually pulled that off. Now let's talk about some other players. The captain Owen Morgan, as a batsman, Morgan had a pretty disappointing series. I think he got less than a hundred runs, but his decisions on the field to negate the Indian batsman in two of the games and still. To be so, to be a very Morgan was the best captain of this series simply because away conditions and to take it down all the way to three two, three two in India's favour. Of course, um, Owen Morgan was a very good captain in this season. He's shown why he's world class. So as a batsman, Morgan probably gets a three or the four out of ten. But as a captain, Morgan gets eight out of ten. There's no doubt about that. So six out of ten overall for English captain Owen Morgan. Then a player we all love to talk about, a player we all love to watch. Actually, English batsman, English wicketkeeper batsman, and the best batsman England had in this series, Joss Butler. Joss Butler had a pretty disappointing first two games. I think he got two ducks in the first two games, and then in the third game he came storming back with an eighty, and that eighty was the most elegant innings played by an English batsman in this series. And then again in the fourth game, Butler had another failure. But in the last game, he played he played a very good job of being second fiddle to Dawid Malan. He got a fifty at about a strike rate of a hundred and sixty, which is very impressive, especially given that England England had to chase over two hundred and twenty in that last game. But still, three failures. Butler had a pretty good series with the batter. Uh, he had some failures though. But Butler was good behind the stumps as well, especially in taking some DRS decisions, helping the helping the captain out. So I'd say about a seven on ten for Joss Butler. Then a player whose size of the heart is immeasurable. I've never seen a player who's been more passionate about English cricket and playing for England than Ben Stokes. I mean, you just think about Headingley, the World Cup, and now over here, everything that the captain wanted Ben Stokes to do with the ball, Ben Stokes did. Whether it was bowling in the death, bowling those bouncers, bowling those cutters, bowling those slower ones, or diving around in the field taking catches. 
But Ben Stokes' role in this T20 series as a batsman was far more important than his role as a bowler because England's middle order hasn't played much cricket in India and there were a lot of left-handers and especially against the spinners India have, left-handers did tend to struggle. Even in the test matches, that's a trend we observed. So Ben Stokes' role was far more important as a batsman in the middle overs to negate the spinners and attack the spinners, something he wasn't able to do. So Ben Stokes, the bowler, gets a sure 8 out of 10, but Ben Stokes, the batsman, much like Owen Morgan, the batsman, probably ends up getting a 4, so 6 out of 10 for Ben Stokes in this series. Then the best bowler in this series, for the first four games at least, Mark Wood. In the last game, Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli just decided to tear England apart and tear the English bowlers apart. And Mark Wood went for over 50. And honestly, when those two batsmen decide to start scoring runs, there's nothing that opposition bowlers can really do about it. So Mark Wood bowled incredibly well in this series. Those bouncers, those cutters. And Mark Wood's slower balls were about 140 kilometers per hour. So Mark Wood was by far the best English bowler in this series. A 9 out of 10 for Mark Wood. He's a huge positive for them going into that T20 World Cup, especially if he can stay fit. Then Sam Curran. Now, Sam Curran is a player we've seen a lot of in the IPL, especially last year. He had a pretty good IPL for CSK and he's performed quite well against India in the past. So, Indian fans know Sam Curran to be a very good player. But I was a bit confused with the way England utilised Sam Curran because he wasn't being brought in early. We saw in the last few games that he was tonking the fast bowlers and the spinners for quite a few boundaries at the end. So I don't understand why Sam Curran wasn't playing uh, further up in the batting order. And as a bowler, Sam Curran didn't bowl his entire quota overs. He'd maximum get to bowl two overs because Morgan was turning to Ben Stokes a lot. So I'm a bit confused as to what Sam Curran's role in the side was. But still, whenever Curran was called upon, he did play well. So a 7 out of 10 for Sam Curran. And then last, the last England player we're going to look at today is Dawid Malan. Now, I'm a bit confused as to how to rate Dawid Malan in this series for the particular reason that he's batting at number 3 and he's the number 1 T20 batsman in the world. For context, he and Virat Kohli are the only two batsmen in world cricket who average above 50. And for even more context, Malan is currently keeping Joe Root, one of the fab four batsmen who got a double 100 in the Test Series, out of the T20 squad. So therefore, you have to judge Milan by different standards. You have to judge him by the standards you judge somebody like a Virat Kohli or somebody like a Ben Stokes. You can't judge him by the average player's standards. And if you judge him by the average player's standards, you could say that he got starts in the first four games and didn't convert them. And he got a start in the fifth game and he converted it. And that almost took England to, to giving India a pretty good run for their money. But you have to judge Milan by the standards he's set by being the number one T20 batsman in the world and by being the guy who keeps Joe Root out of the side. And on the basis of those standards, Dawid Milan probably gets a 5 out of 10 for this series. And now let's talk about India. India have made a bit of a habit of losing the first game of the series and then going on to win the series. And in that first game, the only bright spot for India was Shreyas Iyer. And when I talk about Shreyas Iyer, I want to talk about Surya Kumar Yadav, Rishabh Pant, Nishan Kishan alongside Shreyas Iyer because they formed India's middle order in this series. And I think the fact that India's middle order was able to bail them out whenever they were in trouble allowed Virat Kohli to play with the freedom he needed to get over 200 runs in this series at a pretty good strike rate. So for the role they played in adding 
adding balance to India's first eleven and getting those runs at an incredible strike rate that to a strike rate of about over one fifty for the entire middle order as a whole. The Indian middle order, which is Shreya Sayer, Surya Kumar Yadav, Ishan Kishan, Rishabh Pant, and Hardik Pandya collectively get an eight and a half out of ten. I've never done a collective rating before. It was quite interesting. Now, Yuzvendra the Chahal. One of the players who India were backing to be their best leg spinner and their best bowler and their wicket taker, their impact player in the middle overs, he had a pretty disappointing series, did Chahal, and he was dropped for the last two games as well. But still, Chahal is a class player, and for the sake of Indian cricket and for the sake of the all Bangalore fans, for the IPL that's starting in the next twenty days or so, Yuzi Chahal needs to come back in form. For this series, he probably gets a four out of ten. He did get one or two very impactful wickets, but. Chahal's form will be a big concern for the Indian team. Another player whose form will be a concern is KL Rahul. I think Gautam Gambhir was pretty accurate when he said that when KL Rahul is playing well, there's no one in the world better than him at what he does. But when he is not playing well, there's nothing he adds to the side in terms of runs, body language in the field, or be it as a fielder or behind the stumps. And KL Rahul was severely out of form in this series. Maybe it's because he hasn't played international cricket for the last four months and is coming back from an injury. But still, Rahul's form will be a matter of concern for the Indian team and for all fans of the Punjab Kings out there. The IPL is starting in twenty days. <laughs> Punjab fans will be worried about KL Rahul's form. So much like Chahal, KL Rahul gets a four out of ten. Then Rohit Sharma. Rohit Sharma had a pretty strange series because he started off not being in the playing eleven. He eventually came back, got a few starts, and much like Malan, didn't convert them. And in the last game, though, the last game of the series, the decider, two all, commits the hour, commits the man. Rohit Sharma turns up and gets sixty-five of thirty-three balls and just blows England away. So technically, he did play a series-defining innings in the last series. Much like David Malan, he got starts. And in finally, in the last game, he converted them. The only difference between Rohit Sharma and David Malan is that Rohit Sharma's start and Rohit Sharma's score in the last game won India the series, whereas Malan's didn't. So I'm actually going to give Rohit Sharma an eight out of ten for this series. And as always, we end with the captain. What do you say about Virat Kohli that you haven't said before? Actually, there's a lot of things we've spoken about in the last few months. Virat Kohli is back in form. He averaged over a hundred in the series and did get the Player of the Series award. He batted in every single position in the top four and got fifties as an opener at number three and at number four. So definitely the most versatile batsman in the series. After he played himself in, after he got those twenty balls, there was simply no stopping him. And with over two hundred runs in the series at an average of a hundred and fifteen, there was no better batsman in sight. But still, he did get a duck in the first game and didn't play that well in the fourth game. So as a batsman, Virat Kohli probably gets an eight and a half out of ten. But as a captain, for the manner in which this team played, for the never say die attitude they have, for the way he handled players like Shardul Thakur and Washington Sundar, who are at times playing very well and at times not playing well at all, as a captain, Virat Kohli probably gets a nine and a half out of ten. But still, Kohli back in form. Overall, Virat Kohli gets a nine out of ten. And for all Indian fans out there, it's good to see him playing well again.